Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your Slut Next Door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. So today is a solo episode all about phone sex. I'm a full-time phone sex operator, independently and also on phone sex platforms. I'm going to talk about what people get from the experience of phone sex and also tips for any aspiring or currently working phone sex operators. I want to take a moment to thank my special, so appreciated Patreon producers, Robert, Nick, Hale Murder Cube, BR, Brent, Sarb, and Patrick, and Landon. Your support is so appreciated. Thank you so much, guys. And do you want to support your favorite slut next door? Check out patreon.com slash the slut next door. One of the benefits of becoming a Patreon is hearing the uncensored after hours bonus episodes. And this week I'm posting behind the scenes phone sex stories that will probably both make you laugh and might turn you on as well. So here is the episode. Let's start with just a simple definition. What is phone sex? Because I feel like for a lot of people to define what is phone sex, they're going to think of, you know, two people on the phone masturbating, moaning. Um, That can be phone sex, but it's also so much more. I like to think of phone sex as, you know, super unique to each person. There is no one size fits all. Like it's just like, uh, having conversations with people, right? You're going to have conversations in real life and they're all going to be different because we're all different. Same with phone sex. There is not a one size fits all kind of call. Um, you know, it's very unique to the, to the person on the receiving end and the giver. Um, phone sex can be just sharing fantasies, just simply, you know, giving another person their deepest, darkest fantasies. Um, it can also be talking explicitly what they would do to each other, um, Because of my style of phone sex, I don't do a lot of this. Um, I would imagine some PSOs do. And when I say PSO, I mean phone sex operator, by the way. But, um, you know, if you're going to call me um, on a phone sex hotline or whatever, it's not going to be that. It's not going to be what we would do to each other in a very like vanilla way, like, oh, I'm going to take off your clothes and then I'm going to do this. Um, you know, and I'll get into more how those phone sex platforms work, but 
the listings, which is basically like the ad that I have for myself on these sites, they aren't, you know, call me and let's get all together. They're more specific. And uh, I'll share that with you when I get to it. Um, But phone sex can also be just mutual masturbation or even just one person uh, self-pleasuring themselves. And I would say that sometimes it's just an emotional connection Um, that might surprise some. I'm not sure, but I would say a lot. Let me not say a lot. I would say that some are just seeking an emotional connection with a woman. Uh, A lot, I would say most are fetish based. So it's very uh, kink heavy. Um, you know, because perhaps it's something that this person can't really explore in their real life. So that's why they turn to phone sex. So they can kind of explore that and it feels good and it's fun to, uh, play out that fetish with a PSO rather than do it in person. Uh, sometimes phone sex can be role play heavy. Um, I would say that that is a lot of my phone calls, uh, role plays. And sometimes it's just straight up dirty talk. Like where both people are just saying the filthiest things, um, you know, about a topic. So, you know, that's your definition of phone sex, according to Ms. Beatrix. Um, it's, it's hard to really define what it is because like I started with the definition, not one size fits all. It's all so different. Um, you know, you get so many requests and, um, some guys too, I find it funny. They call and they're like, like some will give you everything you need. Like you get on the call and you're like, hello, you exchange, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then they just give you everything. Like, okay, here's what I'm into. Here's what I'm looking for. And they lay all their cards out where some men are slow to reveal uh, for whatever reason. I think some of them might be shy, um, afraid that they might offend me or something, or maybe that's uh, enjoyable for them. But, um, yeah, so I'll tell you what I particularly like about phone sex and doing phone sex, you know, as a professional, like what I like about it, because I do, I love my job. I do love doing phone sex. Um, it's so much fun. Like I have fun every single day. I'm, I'm smiling. I'm sometimes laughing. I'm getting turned on. Um, I'm entertained. It's, it's fun. Uh, you get to hear men come all day. And that is such a huge thing for me. That is like a legit drug to hear men come. (laughs) I live for those grunts and those groans and, you know, the moans. Ah, it is, it is so fun. Like, I don't care what they look like. I don't care who they are. Just the idea of them coming like while on the phone with me and because of me and then the sound of it. 
Ah, it's, it's addicting. It really, really is. Um, I get a straight rush of dopamine when I hear that man come. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And then hearing, I hear every day, like so many fascinating stories. Um, I will say that a lot of men are coming to me with you know, past experiences, whether it be when they were adult or even as a child, like, um, experiences that they have that have stuck with them so much. And they've thought about it so much that it's turned into a very particular fetish. Um, and then kinks. I mean, I have learned so like you, I'm rarely surprised. There, I'm sure I haven't heard every, you know, specific kink uh, in phone sex, but I've heard so many and, you know, it's just like, you cannot shock me because I've probably heard it before. Um, And actually it just happened last night. I was, uh, let's see, this was months ago. I was talking to a man about a very particular uh, niche fetish that he had and he was the only uh, caller I've had within that. And then I get one last night that it wasn't the same man, definitely wasn't, but um, very, very similar uh, niche fetish and really the same, like they approached it the same way. Like, so anyways, um, my point is, is that oftentimes I'll get repeats of the same niche fetishes. Um, and that's, that's part of the phone sex right there is that some of these people, they can't explore, um, these kinks and fetishes in their real life for whatever reason, whether they're married or, you know, don't really date or, um, it's just such a off the wall kink that, it's impossible to explore in real life. I would say that that is a big motivating factor, I think, for a lot of guys that are that are using phone sex uh, regularly is to is to experience something that makes them feel good and that turns them on that they can't do in real life. So, um, you know, that segues to the next uh, topic I was going to talk about. So you know, what does phone sex do? Like, why, why are these guys spending money for this? I'm sure there might be some men that ask that. They're like, why would I pay a woman to talk to me on the phone when I can, you know, uh, turn on porn or whatever and, you know, hear a woman moaning there? Well, there's, there's so much behind it. And like I said, it's also unique, but here are some reasons why I think that men will spend money on phone sex. Uh, for some, it fosters intimacy with another woman. And I, I will say there are so many men that I talk to for whatever reason it may be. I don't ever get that deep with them, but you know, I, either know through their story or their background that they don't, you know, interact with the woman on a daily basis because they're not in a relationship and they haven't been in one for years. And so calling a PSO 
a phone sex operator gives them intimacy. I'm going to tell you that some of the guys that I've, you know, maintained a longer term, you know, phone sex operator relationship with, I, I do feel intimate with them as in, you know, when we talk, there is more than just him coming. There is a human connection and that is so valuable, you know, for someone that doesn't get that in their real life to, you know, because we all, we all crave human intimacy, uh, like emotional intimacy. We crave that. And so, you know, and I'm all about that single life. Um, but you know, sometimes you do crave that connection. And so phone sex can create a very intimate experience. And it's funny because there's some of the longer term clients that I have that, I think about like, I'll be going about my regular day and I'll be like, oh, I wonder if so-and-so, um, you know, did well on his blah, blah, blah. Like I, I have this, you know, um, I have this interest in, in knowing that they're happy. Right. And it's, it's funny when that happens because, you know, when I'm, when I'm logging in and doing straight phone sex, I'm, you know, in business mode, right? And a lot of these calls, even if they are repeat, um, you know, I leave them at my computer and never to think about them again. Where some of them, if I've, if we've, you know, really fostered an, an intimate connection, um, I think about them, right? They're just memorable um, and I, and I care, and I know that sounds really cheesy, but you know, that, that is, um, what I'm here to say that that's true for me. Um, and I would argue that's what makes a good phone sex operator too, is when you can have some sort of care. Now I will preface that, you know, as a phone sex operator, there are so many boundaries that you have to keep, right? You have to be anonymous, you know, protect your identity and yourself. Um, and I am not promoting that you like start having feelings or anything. And I'm not saying I have feelings for these guys. I'm just saying it's more like a, a basic, like I'll say friendship, you know, like a general care for this human being. Um, so I will say that, you know, keep your, keep your walls up. Um, because, you will come across some that, that do like nuzzle their way into, you know, who you really are underneath your phone sex persona. And that's okay, but don't like get carried away with it. Okay. I just went on a crazy tangent. Anyways, um, what else does phone sex do for the client accessing the phone sex? Um, it gives them access to sex. Um, again, this could be very valuable for someone that isn't in a relationship, you know, that is single and has been single for a while and is just craving like a human connection on a sexual level. Um, it can create, um, 
you know, especially if you have a good session, like you do, it gives like a feeling of fulfillment. Like you did have sex with the person, like, um, obviously not uh, physically, but like uh, mentally and maybe emotionally, um, it gives you this satisfaction that, man, I just, you know, I just had a sexual experience with someone. So I think that's valuable for, you know, single men out there that don't have access to that. And, you know, I feel like it's true for married men as well. I, I'm sure it won't surprise anyone to hear that a lot, a lot of my phone sex clients are married men, you know, and it, it does not bother me because, you know, they're not calling me to fall in love and leave their wife or whatever. They're just trying to fulfill some side of them that is lacking or that they crave. And that's fine with me. It actually, you know, I actually really enjoy, there's a whole home wrecking fetish out there where, it's, you know, based on, um, Hey, I'm a married man and I want to be attracted to a woman that makes me feel like I could leave my wife. Right. And so, you know, and in a safe kinky setting, they're never going to leave their wife. Well, let me not say they're never going to leave their wife, but they're not going to leave their wife for this home wrecking fetish. It's just fun for them to, uh, live in that dangerous vein, like, oh my God, like I could divorce my wife for you. You own my cock, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah. And then phone sex can also give access to kinks and fetishes that someone may not and will not ever do in real life. And that is super valuable. I would say that is where majority of my experiences lie with other guys is that they're trying to explore a side of themselves that they're never going to explore in real life um, for, you know, various reasons. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a way to kind of explore that with someone, right? And so because you could explore that kinker fetish on your own, you know, through whatever method, like just thinking about it, watching porn about it, whatever. Um, but you know, if you are calling a professional and someone that's, uh, has background knowledge and that fetish or kink, that can be super, um, valuable for that person to explore it with someone. Um, phone sex will also, encourage people to talk about sex that they probably would not be comfortable doing in real life. Like, let's just say I met this, um, this guy in real life and, you know, he was so nervous. He could not even tell me what his deepest, darkest fantasy was or what turns him on you know, or what he wants to do sexually, where if he were to call me on the phone, he may be more comfortable doing that. So, you know, it's, I think it's a way for a lot of people to talk about things that 
they're not comfortable ever talking about in real life for whatever reason. I believe that phone sex also uh, gives men, and we'll say single and married men, the ability to quote unquote date a woman without like doing the actual dating, right? And so that kind of goes back to that intimacy I was talking about. If it's a really good connection between, you know, really good connection and chemistry between two people, um, you know, it can give an experience like, wow, I really connected with a person, um, like I would if I went on a date with her. And, you know, again, I think this is super valuable for single men that aren't, you know, actively dating and even married men that may be feeling a little alone in their marriage, you know, gives them, um, a place to feel whatever. And, you know, that, that could be debated that because I'm sure someone could listen to this and be like, oh, well, that's cheating. Like him, that married man calling you, that's cheating. Okay. Well, sure. You can say that's cheating, especially if he's hiding it. He shouldn't be hiding something, but you know, it's not my job to, you know, judge someone on that. You know, that's, that's his journey. Um, and it's, you know, it's not just like, I'll take money from anyone. For me, it's, you know, there's a reason he's calling me. And yeah, as a person, I believe that he should be, you know, upfront with his wife, but I'm not his relationship counselor, right? I'm not part of his life. I'm just a woman giving him a service, you know, the rest is on him. Um, so yeah, uh, Let's go into now uh, phone sex operator tips. So tips for uh, phone sex. And <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, my customers, <laughs> my customers, my clients will probably listen to this. I do have some that um, are regular callers and they do listen to the podcast. And I remember what it did. I forgot which episode it was, but I had multiple men be like, oh, okay. So because of that episode, I now see why you do that. So <laughs> I'm giving away a lot of, um, strategy, I guess, in how I do phone sex. So, um, a special message to my current clients. Uh, you know, I love you guys. Like, you know, I care about you and yeah, I might have used these strategies on there, but you know, I care about you. You know, you are my boy. Um, okay. So phone sex tips. Um, First tip, I think, and I think this is, uh, this applies to new and current phone sex operators. Be serious. Like when you sit down to take calls, be in business mode and not so much the way you're being boring. But what I mean is men are paying good money to call you. So be a luxury I 
take, when I take calls, I'm taking that shit seriously. Like, um, I recognize that someone is paying me to interact with them. So I'm going to give them the best experience that I can. Um, so that is a big tip for, um, from me is to be a luxury, take it serious, be a business woman or man. Um, next tip, this one takes a little practice. Match the tone, the pacing, and the vocabulary of the collar. And what I mean by that, uh, some guys, if they're talking back, um, they will talk, especially when they start, you know, getting in the hot and heavy stuff, they're real sensual, like real slow and they like it, you know, real lusty and sensual, you know, so you need to match that. They're, they're, you know, feeling that way. That's, that's a comfort level. That's their sexual level. So you need to match that. So like, if I notice a guy is more like, you know, I don't know why I'm wanting to say syrupy, (laughs) just like smooth and like slow and sensual. Like I will match that because I'm hearing that and and realizing that he, that's how he likes it. Right. And so where there's some men, um, that are more just nasty, like they're just like, yeah, like we're going to fucking dirty talk and you just give it right back to him, you know? Um, and that I would say goes with vocabulary. So if I'm being real soft and sensual, you know, I'm not going to, um, say like, uh, you know, fucking ram me, you know, (laughs) like that. I'm going to save that vocabulary for the raunchy one. I hope that makes sense. So it's like, um, and that's why calls are so unique because you have to, you know, and this goes to my next tip. So I'll connect them. You have to think on your feet. Um, I would say that's the most challenging thing to do. Um, because, I, and I'm just assuming here, I would assume that some people are like, man, phone sex must be so easy. You know, you're just like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm wet. No, it's not. Like if you're going to be uh, successful at it, you're like, every call is different and you're thinking on your feet and the creative juices that have to flow are like crazy because you know, I may pick up a call that is a sissy and he's looking for a dominant woman to humiliate him, right? So it's all humiliatrix like vibes, like, you know, you're a sissy bitch, you know, <laughs> talking like that. And then I could pick up the phone for the next caller and I'm being all soft and sensual. Like, you know, just go over there and tease her, you know, just do it. Um, and so that's two different vibes. And I got to those vibes. Uh, if they weren't repeat callers too, I was assessing the situation and reacting. Um, so it is think on your feet. Do not take calls when your brain is all foggy. And I hate that because sometimes, you know, I try to keep set. 
hours and there'll be some days where I have to end my call in my day like earlier than usual because my brain is so fried and I know if I were to pick up a phone call and try to do phone sex it would be terrible like I would not I would not be creative it would be terrible and that goes back to the first tip take the shit seriously and be a luxury. You can't be a luxury when you're not at your best levels. Um, you know, when like, like, okay, I'll give an example of thinking on your feet. This actually just happened a day or two ago. <clears throat> so I'm just taking calls and, um, you know, I get this one call and the guy's like, yeah, so uh, I have a girlfriend and she fucks other dudes and I'm her cuck. And so my mind's already going, okay, he's cuck old call. Okay. And then he goes, but she makes me wear diapers. It makes me come inside the diapers. And so then I had to switch like, because I interacted with him a bit about the cuckold and then he brought in the diapers and I was like, okay, different avenue. So that's what I'm talking about. You have to be real quick on your feet and adjust to that man. Because if I would have stayed in cuckold realm, he wouldn't have been satisfied because he wanted the the diaper kink as well in there. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun call. <laughs> um, this also... <laughs> I did not mean to put these um, tips in such great order. They're kind of random, but they're connecting so well. Um, My next tip is know your fetishes. Okay. So like, for example, the last guy, uh, you have to know the diaper kink to be able to do a call about that. You might could come to some conclusions on your own, but you know, you're going to give the best call and that guy's going to call back if you know your fetish and you know exactly what to say to someone who has a diaper wearing kink, right? And so, or with cuckold, you have to know that vibe in order to give a good call because, you know, the ultimate goal in phone sex is to keep that guy in the line the longest amount of time, right? Because they're paying you uh, per minute. And so if you aren't on topic with your fetish or you aren't knowledgeable in your fetish, he's going to hang up, you know, he's going to hang up and call somebody else, or he's going to hang up and jerk off to porn. You have to be super knowledgeable in your fetishes. Um, and you can also, you know, paint that picture in your profile, right? Like don't make a listing, uh, for cuckold kink, if you don't know anything about it, for example, um, you know, because, and I have left this out. So I, I have a profile in night flirt. That's where I would say like in my whole experience, you know, um, that's where all my phone sex hours have been. I would say that's the most amount of time I've spent is on Night Flirt. That's where I started. I did it for a very long time and I'm still actually, 
I took a few months off from that site and was doing things more on my own. And here recently I logged back in and refreshed some of my listings and it's been a real, like a lot of fun to get back to it. But, um, <clears throat> it's night flirt. <sighs> I would suggest night flirt for any, um, serious, uh, phone sex operator. It is, um, if you log in, if you have a good listing and you know all the tricks to promoting yourself within the site, you're going to get calls like no matter what. Uh, last night, I don't think I spent more than like 10 minutes between calls, you know, because it was just that busy call after call after call. And that's a good thing, right? We, that's what you want because when you're working independently, like using something with night flirt, um, you're just getting paid per minute per like per call per minute, right? So the more calls, the better, the longer calls, the better. Um, so yeah, so on night flirt, you have a profile and you can put, you know, your limits or what you specialize in, but you can also create listings, for example, my listings there are, um, I recently redid them. Let's see. I did an addiction encouragement, uh, kind of like gooners and, and thing, you know, masturbation, addiction, stuff like that. Um, what else did I do? Working on a cuckold listing, I have a taboo encouragement, home wrecking. Oh, sissy bimbo dolls. Okay. So the reason I'm bringing this up is those are the fetishes within Night Flirt that, like, I'm going to kick ass in if someone calls me, hopefully. Um, those are the ones that I specialize in, that I have experience in, the ones that I enjoy doing. Um, so, yeah, and I also am on Sin Cats and, uh, Newer, I'm newer there. It's okay. Uh, they take a lot of, co a lot of commission. Am I saying that right? They take a, take a lot out of your pay. They take half of what you make. And that's, that's a fuck of a lot compared to others. Like, uh, night for it's 30%, I think they take, which 20 to 30 is like, to me, pretty normal. But, um, but Anyways, um, I, if you're going to use a site like these and there's other sites out there, um, you have to know how to work that site too. Like on Night Flirt, you can give a little money to make your profile show up on the front page. Um, that is super crucial because, you know, you have to think about it. You've got a man logging in, he's hard, he's horny. He's not going to go back 20 pages. <laughs> some might, you know, some, I would imagine that profile viewing is fun, but majority of them are just going to click on the first profile that catches their eye. Um, so yeah, uh, phone sex, phone sex tip, uh, you will get quick come calls. And what I mean by that is, 
guys that are like right there, like they're ready to come. And that, that call is going to be like a couple minutes, few minutes long. And that's fine. I mean, that's going to happen. Um, you know, that happened last night. A guy just needed, I found this interesting. He had been edging for like three hours, I think he said, and he just needed to hear a woman's voice on the other line. That's fascinating to me. Um, I think that something inside of him needs to, needs that woman there. It goes back to the intimacy. He was there jerking off alone for three hours, edging, right? So obviously like he knows how to get his dick hard and stuff, but to push it past the edge, it was having a woman there and the experience of his jerking off. That's fascinating to me. And I think really explains what I said earlier is that fun sex is sometimes just the fact that you're a woman and you're being involved and their self-pleasure, that becomes very valuable for them. But so yeah, expect quick come calls and that's okay. Like they're gonna happen. The money and the fulfillment will come from the repeat callers. I love repeats. Like it's so great because you can, um, and pro tip, either keep, keep like a like a notepad and make notes about customers, whatever. Like I know in Night Flirt, you can type within their profile to make notes. Highly suggest doing that. Um, it gives you, first of all, it a, to them, it makes you seem professional because if they call again, they'll be like, oh, hi, my name's so-and-so. Do you remember me? And then you can be the bad bitch you are and be like, of course I remember you. And you look in your notes and you say, last time we talked about X, Y, Z, and I had a lot of fun and you know, whatever. Um, so the repeats are really fun because for one, it, it takes away like first time callers can be, I don't want to say awkward, but there, there is, Typically that, you know, hey, my name's blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, here's what I'm into. Like there's like pleasantries exchange. So it's nice when you get to skip all that and just get right into the fun stuff. And, you know, I feel like you really get deep with people when you have that repeated connection. Um, I feel like that's when, when I get connected to them as well, like I'm invested in them. Um, so yeah. And another big tip is, you know, any woman can get on a phone and be even semi-sexy, just, you know, uh, women are sexy. Like our voices are sexy. You, you know, you can moan and mm, you can talk sexy, you know, whatever. That's easy to do. But when you provide an experience, like something they cannot get anywhere else, that is where the gold is. That is where those guys will come back to you every single time is 
you giving them something that is unique and an experience. Like they get off that phone and they're like, their mind is blown, right? Not just their load, their mind. They're like, damn, she made me feel super fucking kinky. Or damn, she made me feel so humiliated and I loved it. Whatever it is. Um, give a experience. I mean, it's, and that's so, (laughs) it's hard to, for me, like explain how to do that. But, um, I feel like everything connects together and experience would involve a repeat caller, um, matching their tone, um, knowing their fetish, getting creative. Like these are all things I've already mentioned. I feel like they all kind of connect together to give you the tools to give them an experience. Um, my other tip is to be open-minded. You're going to get, and this is for new people, you're going to get some wild fucking requests. I mean, like, for example, my guy the other day that was like, you know, I thought, oh, cool, cuckoo call, great. But then there was diaper thrown in there. I was like, oh, okay. Um, you're going to get some, I mean, <laughs> especially on Night Flirt. That's why I've enjoyed logging back in because I feel like there's never a dull moment in Night Flirt. There's always something that's shocking me. In the best way, there's always something that's making me go, God, that's fascinating. Um, Because some of these guys are into some really wild stuff. And so if you are easily offended, um, you know, grossed out because, you know, this is a popular limit for a lot of people. Uh, bathroom things. There's a lot of men that just want to take your pee, you know? And so if that grosses you out, then sorry, sweetie, phone sex is not for you because you have to turn that on and you have to give him your pee, you know? (laughs) Um, so yeah, be open-minded. Uh, my other tip is that do not expect, and I've heard guys, I've heard Guys tell me, hey, I, you know, I called one girl one time and she just literally was on the other line just saying, mm-hmm, mm, yeah, mm. Like, come on, that's, no. <laughs> Even a horny guy knows the difference when you're like paying attention and giving your sexy mind and imagination, they know that... Come on, girls, don't just moan and masturbate. That's not what it is all about. Um, It is so much more than moaning and masturbating. There are, and my guys know this, I am not a masturbating PSO. I'm not because a lot of reasons. For one, I turn stupid when I start uh, touching myself. Like it is just like moaning and one word phrases. It's not, it, I turn into a brainless slut. Uh, so I, my phone sex style is going to be very, very mental and psychological, or it's just going to be straight up filthy. 
Um, that's just my style. You know, I'm sure there's masturbating PSOs that are great. And I know I could probably fake that I'm masturbating, but that the phone calls I like to do are all about the guy. And what I mean by that is whether it's like a femdom call, which, you know, a true femdom isn't even showing her pussy, you know, like the only reason she would be showing her pussy is so she can sit on his face. Like it's not about the femdom really. It's about, it's all about him, about the submissive, like what he's into. And so like, for example, like with this, with a sissy, like I'm not going to be masturbating with a sissy. There could be role plays where I am and he has to like watch me do it or something. But like I said, it's not my style to do that. Um, I have had, and it's, <laughs> I'm blushing because it makes me blush. Uh, I've had a couple guys do this where they're like, uh, and they're repeat callers and they'll be like, you know, I love our calls. I really do. I know you don't usually touch yourself, but next time I call, I want you to be ready to fuck yourself and give yourself an orgasm for me. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> Those were, um, they both shocked me. I was like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was super sweet of them to do, right? They're, they're calling me to, you know, just hear me masturbate. And they were telling me this, the sexiest dirty talk. It was so sweet. But, um, but anyways, um, but yeah, so phone sex, it's not going to be moaning and masturbating. Sometimes you will feel like a therapist, like there are phone calls where there is no sex discussed. I mean, it may be a sexual topic, but there's a lot of calls like that. And that might surprise people. I don't know. But, um, you know, it's more like, oh, I just really want to talk to you about this. Like, it's been bothering me. Like, last night, I actually I spent a pretty long time on the phone with a guy that had just, um, he was a secret sissy. And his girlfriend found his panty stash or whatever and broke up with him. And so he's talking about that. But then he was like, but, you know, I'm sad about the breakup, but I'm so turned on. And I just, I just think I'm gay. I think I want to be full on gay. And so we just sat there and talked about him being in a relationship with a man. Like, I know he was turned on because he's talking about um, being gay, which was something that's appealing to him. Uh, but you know, it truly was not a typical phone sex call and those are normal. Those are often, um, if you are doing a phone sex platform like night flirt or whatever, know that it is a fucking hustle. It really is a hustle. You've got to maintain chat. There are <clears throat> like a night flirt. There's a chat feature where, you know, it's back and forth. It's, it's like a DM and every DM that they send, I think you get like 50 cent or something like that. 
But, um, you know, and also guys are, guys are feeling you out on there too. They might reach out and be like, Hey, I'm into this. What do you think about that? And, um, or they'll be like, Hey, I I might want to call. Can we set this up beforehand? You know? And so, and then on night flirt, a lot of them never even call me. They'll just chat with me every day on there. Um, but you got to catch the fish while they're biting. So it's a, it's a fucking hustle. It really is. And I do not suggest ever chatting while you're on the phone. That is rude. That is unprofessional. And you're not, you know, if a guy's on the line with you, he is your first priority. That's my opinion. I don't know if other PSOs are different, but like I cannot type and talk. That would be terrible. I am, when someone's on the line with me, I am like full on, all focused on them. Um, but yeah, you got to stay on top of your inbox and your chat because if you don't reply in time, you'll lose them forever. And that could be a potential customer. That could be a repeat customer that you just lost because, you know, you weren't on it. Um, so you got to stay organized as well that, you know, when you're using something like night flare, you are an independent contractor, right? And so there's no manager managing your time. There's no one helping you do whatever It is all you. So You have to be very organized, be professional and promote yourself on the site, especially night flirt. I would say any success I've had there are the nights that I put in the money to, to promote my profile up in the list. That shit works. It works like a charm. Um, you know, and so once you, you may get guys that never call you back again, you may get guys that you know, there was a connection and then they turn into a uh, long-term customer. So yeah, promote yourself, be organized, hustle. (laughs) And also note that there's, for fun sex operators, there's a lot of money to be had in audios and creating audios, sexting, and other things like on night flirt, they call them goodie bags. And they're just extra things that you can sell basically on the side. Like their audios, girls have pictures, videos, and even things like for me, I made a sissy quiz and that I would say that's my highest goodie bag. And it's literally a quiz that sissy takes that tells them what level they're at in their sissy journey. Um, then another one is, uh, I was into, I don't like doing it anymore so much, but, uh, when I was really active on night flirt before I was heavy in the exposure and blackmail kink. And so I had this application, an exposure and blackmail application. And so guys would pay for the goodie bag and then pay more money for me to accept their application. 
And so, uh, so yeah, so it doesn't have to just be audios, sexting or photos or whatever. It can be, again, it's an experience, right? I would get calls based on that application, right? Or those would turn into long-term customers because then we would enter, you know, a blackmail role play scenario where they would have to, you know, be in touch with me every single day, whether it be phone or in chat. Um, my next tip is be accepting of kinks. I feel very passionate about this. There's a lot of guys out there that feel judged. They're going into it already feeling weird about their kink and what turns them on. And if it's something that's legal, why they should not ever, ever, ever feel shame for that. You know, like, yeah, there's a lot of calls that I take that I'm not into that particular kink, but they think I am, you know, because I have no problem talking about, about it with them. I have no problem turning them on in a particular fetish. Um, so be very accepting because that is going to be for one valuable for him and it'll be an experience Oh, wow. Miss Beatrix, she made me feel so accepted, right? She made me feel like it was okay to be turned on by XYZ. Um, and again, if it's legal, if it's safe, then who the fuck cares? If he wants me to pee on his face, so what? <laughs> like, I will pee on his face. If this guy wants to talk about smelly armpits. Who cares? Like be accepting. That's what turns him on. He can't help it. Like that, there's something in him that turns him on about, about that. Just like we all have these certain specific things that turn us on and that's okay. All right. Off my soapbox. Um, my last tip is take care of yourself. If you're like me, you will get addicted to the straight hustle. It is a fucking hustle and I love it. Like I get addicted to the hustle and then how much money I can make. Like I love, like it is so fun to sit down and be like, I wonder how much money I'm going to make. And then you just watch it grow and grow and grow. It is so much fun to me. I get addicted to that. And that can lead to negative mental health impacts. Like if I don't take care of myself, um, I will straight power down in the worst way. So I always try <laughs> and I laugh because, um, I have gotten better about it. I have, <laughs> um, before I wasn't, uh, but I always do try to give myself some time at the end of my day or even midday. Lately, I've been doing both because I will admit phone sex, it pulls a lot out of me. I'm actually an introvert um, that usually surprises people. I, I take a lot of um, decompressing when I have to socialize. Like I need a lot of alone time after socializing. So um, phone sex can really pull a lot out of me. And so I've learned that midday, I'm going to walk away from everything 
and I'm going to do something uh, that makes me feel good and that refreshes me. It hits my refresh and then I go back at it. And then at the end of the day, that is when I totally tune the fuck out. Um, Right now, I'm actually playing a video game. That is my decompressed time. And it is such a Zen moment for me because I have been giving myself to men all day, right? And hustling and, you know, uh, talking and, uh, and, um, yeah. And so at the end of the day, when I can just tune out and, you know, farm and mine, and um, forage and turn that brain off. It is so fucking great. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I feel like I could go on and on about phone sex tips, but I'm gonna wrap it up there because I feel like you know I gave some good tips and some good um background. Uh, behind the scenes kind of info on the whole phone sex game. So thank you so much for listening. 